You are now listening to Bet Your Ash with Cornelius and McGee. Bet Your That's Cornelius. I'm McGee. You always start at the same place, my friend. What are we smoking today? Today, a bit of a treat. It's a retooled cigar. It is the Fonseca. Now, the Fonseca, not by Quesada, which a lot of people might know, because Quesada has owned the the Fonseca cigar line for over 45 years in the United States. Now, before that, the brand was established in 1892. Isn't that what year you graduated high school? It is. Actually, I think I was in my junior year that year. Oh. <laughs> 1892 in Cuba by Francisco E. Fonseca is who started the brand. Um, he is uh, credited with having the idea to wrap the cigars in both a foil tube as well as a Japanese-style paper to protect the cigar. Um, so for 40 years, it's been, uh, over 40 years, it's been on the U.S. market. But recently, my father's cigars took over the Fonseca line. And not only did they take it over, they just didn't take it over, keep the blend, and continue to distribute it. They took it over, retooled it, keeping in mind some of the um, uh, notes of the cigar from the, I guess, from the Cuban. And um, they created this beautiful Nicaraguan blend. And my father, I mean, they have a large portfolio as it is. Yeah. Um, but this cigar in 2020, during COVID, uh, did make the top 25 cigars. It earned a 93-point rating. And um, it's a... It's gonna smoke really. It's gonna smoke dense, and it's gonna have gingerbread, toasty, quant hmm. pe- hint of ground red pepper in the cigar. <laughs> I'd love, uh, you know, if I had a couple of thesauruses, I could do that job. You know, <laughs> come up with all those uh, delicious hints and flavors that they come up with, but. Um, so my father just recently started distributing it? Within the last year or so, yeah. Within the last year or so. Quesada, uh, their claim to fame was in 2008, the Casa Magna. I don't know if you ever had a Casa Magna. I have had a Casa oh, Magna. okay, yeah. That, I think anyone who knows me knows that I think the blend might have changed just a smidge. But prior to about six years ago... You wouldn't catch me anywhere in public without a Casa Magna in my pocket. That was your go-to? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was definitely my go-to. It was just such a well-balanced cigar. They used to have these these little fatties. They they were 60-gauge. They were called... uh, They were short, though? Yeah, they were longer like, than they were longer than a nub. That's what I was about to compare it to. Yeah, and they come in a they used to come in a tin, like in a black. Tin. Oh, I see the tin. Yeah. yeah. 
and uh, forgot I used to smoke those so much I decorated my entire <laughs> the entire studio with them. But let me grab one in, of these. We are tonight. We are in room A on the studio level of Capital Cigars, nine one nine East Colfax Ave, Denver, Colorado, the finest cigar lounge ever opened. That used to be my cigar. It's a it's a beautiful black box. I would feel something when I would pick up the box. So yeah. that was the same company that was putting out the Fonseca. Exactly. Until recently. Yep. And they used to have, it was called the Sancho's. Do they sell off the Casa Magna brand too? No, that's, that is, yeah, it's not their only main cigar. But it's but, their flagship. And it won Cigar of the Year. Yeah, it's great. And it's a four and a quarter by 60. Nice little short, fat cigar fits right. This whole thing fits right, right in your, your inner pocket. pocket. Great. You whip it out, open it up, and you got three uh, beautiful-looking Colorado wrapper. Do they still ship in that size and in those tins? Not no? at all. Too bad. Uh, the source for the tins went away, um, and the source for the, um, some of the more important tobacco went away. So they still make it. It's just not as, I don't know, just tasty. Huh. You got a bunch of the tins. You should throw them on eBay and sell them. Yeah. yeah I, Maybe they're nostalgic. Maybe so people will buy them. You got some, all kinds of collectibles. There's, there's some back there and there's some. So. I saw one of your uh, one of your collectibles yeah. at a store the other day. You told me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you told me. That's pretty cool. Um, one of those tins actually has two cigars in it. You don't know which one it is. It's just no. I wanted to leave it there, and I put a Bovita back in there. And shucks, that's over five years. Wow. So pretty sure that I, I don't know if it, what kind of condition it'd be in. But Episode one thousand. There you go. I'll find it. <laughs> I will find it. Um, well, sometimes there's there's certain moments in life that are like milestones that are really important. Mm-hmm. Um. A wedding day, or a graduation, or or a thousandth episode for us, or mm-hmm. or like a big milestone of work. Yep. I wonder what cigar Dak Prescott is smoking tonight, because he is a very wealthy man. He is getting seventy five million dollars over the next twelve months. That's guaranteed. He's gonna this. It's only a four year deal, which means he's they're gonna renegotiate in three years, mm-hmm. and he's gonna get paid all over again. Um, that's just bananas, life changing. So they were, they were teetering around the low thirty million range. They ended up at forty for four, like just under forty, right? They yeah. came out to one forty for four years. Yeah. So about thirty five, average of thirty five a year. But seventy five total is guaranteed, and one one twenty six guaranteed, I believe. One twenty six guaranteed, seventy five is 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 quick. Mm-hmm. But yeah. one hundred and forty million dollars over four years, and a contract like that, you could possibly see every penny of it, which is not normal in in FNEL. I don't think he'll see the last year, which is fine mm-hmm. if you look at the way it's structured. The last year is the smallest number. Right. I don't think he'll see that year because they'll rip it up and renegotiate or mm-hmm. add on or extend it or whatever. Right. He's a young man. Yes. He's what, 27, 26, 25? Somewhere in there. Yeah. yeah so yeah. you figure 
let's say he's 30 or 31. Let's say he's 31. Mm-hmm. He's going to get a great deal. Of so the real question is this. How do you see the next three years going for Dak Prescott and the Cowboys? Mm. Right? If he can win the division three times, mm-hmm. get a couple playoff victories, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know about an NFL MVP. I don't know if that'll happen or a Super Bowl. But right. the, like, if he can win the division three times, mm-hmm. a soft division. Yeah. Traditionally or lately, you know, and, not and still and still coming up as a soft division. There's not any groundbreaking scenarios that might change it for next year. Well, at some point, the Giants are going to be healthy for a year, yeah, and then yeah, we'll see yeah. what that offense is capable of doing yeah. when healthy. Yeah, they seem to have found the right coach. Mm-hmm. You know, they seem to be on the right path. They're going to. I imagine they're going to need to see Daniel Jones. And Saquon Barkley play together for a full season in order to evaluate their long-term futures with the team, especially mm-hmm. Daniel Jones. Uh, I imagine Saquon Barkley. Nobody's fooling themselves thinking he'll be there more than five years. He's a running back, right? You know, but and then Daniel Jones has like another year, I think, or two more years on his rookie deal. Rookie. And they got to decide if they want to extend him, Probably. franchise him, cut him, and draft, go back to the draft, whatever. Right. You know, right. so it's it's evaluation time for Daniel Jones in, in New York. Yeah, Philly. Are they they have the sixth pick in the draft. They got rid of uh, Wentz. Wentz is gone, so they could build around Jalen Hurts, but Mm -hmm. they might also draft the quarterback at the sixth spot. You think so? Maybe. I mean, I don't know. Wentz was a low or early, early second rounder, right? Uh So maybe they're going to see if he can't be the starter for a couple years. I mean, I think they, they, unlike a lot of other teams, unlike, let's say, uh, the Broncos, Okay, or the Bears, or a lot of other teams, the Eagles are a little bit different in a sense that they had a quarterback that pretty much took their team to the Super Bowl. Yeah, they, they didn't really. They had play recent through. success. Yeah, had recent success. But and, that coach is gone. That quarterback's gone. I yeah. mean, that's all. And uh, but, I mean, before they made that decision, they did have that quarterback, and they did have a pretty well touted uh, quarterback. Um, uh, that they took in the draft hurt. Yeah. So they already had that process where a lot of other teams are trying to make that process. Sure. They're trying to say, ooh, maybe we can get Deshaun Watts in free agent. Maybe we can get the number right. five pick. Maybe we can. So they had all of that. They already had that process taken care of. Well, I don't and- know about taken care of, but they created a problem. They didn't necessarily need to create that problem. They didn't have to draft Jalen Hurts. And they very well may have had Carson Wentz may have had a, played a lot better without exactly. feeling like his exactly. job was up in up you know like yeah. uh, up in the air um, you know which, but which but, is which is my point is that that process that you're talking about of them taking another quarterback they already did that they already went through that that's assuming that Jalen Hurts is the quarterback of the foreseeable future right and that they'll find that out this year i imagine yeah, yeah. and then the other team in that division is the the washington racials formerly the washington racialers mm-hmm. now the washington football team and they seem to be doing the full reset at mm-hmm. quarterback mm-hmm. um haskins is gone he's a, a going i guess he's going to back up ben Roethlisberger for a year in pittsburgh alex smith out of there mm-hmm. i would imagine if i'm alex smith i'm maybe i go to jacksonville for a year and 
and maybe start the first few games until Trevor Lawrence is ready or be an extra coach for Trevor Lawrence. That was your guy. Uh, you know, you played for save, uh, Urban Meyer in, in Utah, so mm-hmm. that could work. That's a good place for him at this point in his career. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he goes back to San Francisco and competes for a job or, or, or something, you know, joins yeah. a quarterback room somewhere. But the point is, they still have Kyle Allen, who was injured a bit last year, mm-hmm. who came with Rivera from Carolina. But is that who you're going to have as your starting quarterback going exactly. into the year and through exactly. the a season? Well, the one thing about I respect about the Washington football team and Ron Rivera is cut through the weeds. Just get through all of the stuff that, you know, this isn't going to work. That's not going to work. Yeah, that's not going to work. Ron Rivera doesn't take any shit. Yeah, let's yeah. let's get to the point. You love him, huh? Because he was part of your guys. He, he was, was part on your of the team. '85 Bears. That's yeah. right. That's right. I always forget. That. <laughs> and uh, he's he's a he's a he's a straight shooter. And so he, you know, he he he's like, hey, we can hold on to all of these pieces, or we can clear the table, and then look, you yeah. know. And that's yeah. pretty much where they are, you yeah. know. So um, you you know where they are in the pick. I don't know. I know that Philly has the sixth pick. Mm-hmm. I would imagine there's so they got to be somewhere in the top ten, right? Maybe. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. So top f- top so five, I would. Maybe so somebody's gonna somebody's. I haven't looked at the draft. Okay. Maybe you can pull it up, but um, mm-hmm. somebody's gonna stretch or reach for Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's probably a mid first round talent who's gonna end up in the top ten because quarterbacks always go earlier than they need to. Somebody's going to grab the guy from uh, 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 BYU who's a little older than the average rookie. Seems like he's kind of ready to play a little sooner. Mm -hmm. Who knows? Maybe one of those guys, one of those teams get him. But also there's still quarterbacks you can go grab right now. So um, for 2021. Could Cam Newton go to Washington and rejoin Ron Rivera? Ooh. I don't know. I, I don't think that'd be the worst. I don't know? think that's a bad place for him to be hanging out. Comfortable, like, familiarity. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's something in that. Hmm. So, um... It goes Jacksonville, and then the Jets. I know that. Yeah. So, I'm actually wrong. They're not in the top five, so... Jacksonville, Jets, and then Miami, From the, they get it wow. from Houston because of the, the Jeremy Tunsil deal. Who knows? Houston might get that back if Deshaun Watson ends up in Miami. Yeah. And then Atlanta, Cincinnati, Uh and then Philly at six. Uh Detroit, Carolina. Denver has the ninth pick. Wow. Yeah, they're up there a little bit. Yeah. Then Dallas. I can't imagine Washington's that high. They went to the they won the division. Washington. Washington went to the the Washington football team went to the playoffs with Heineke, who they also have under contract. So right. they have Taylor Heineke and uh, and Kyle Allen under a contract. Uh-huh. So they got the 19th pick. 19, huh? Yeah. See, they might have. Justin Fields might fall to them there. Yeah. But w- if I'm Washington and I just had a Haskins situation, I'm probably not that quick to to draft the next Ohio State quarterback that's in the draft, you know, right. in Justin Fields. Because right. you're going to want – and I don't, I don't mean to imply that there's any connection between the two beyond the fact that they just both went to Ohio State. I just mean to imply that, for optics' sake, you're going to want to seem to be doing something different, you know? Right, right. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah, Denver's up there pretty. They could. They. Well, I don't. What they do could get there? Justin Fields. You, I, you know, they're going to have to trade up to get him. No, he's no Justin be, Fields is going to be somewhere. Could be, in they could be at nine because the cat, uh, the cat from BYU and and Trevor Lawrence are likely the two first quarterbacks. If they go, let's say one and six or something, mm-hmm. you know. Um, well, you're probably right because Detroit needs a quarterback now. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of these teams that could draft a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Carolina could draft a quarterback. It sounds like Teddy Bridgewater is on his way out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you're right. Denver would probably have to trade up if they wanted a quarterback in the top ten. Get somewhere in that um, Philly range maybe to even have a chance. Well, uh, I think we're going to see we're going to see some quarterbacks get signed between now and the draft. You mean and move? Either trade or 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 free agency or whatever. Yeah, but cut and signed by somebody else, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so we'll have a better idea of who who needs what and what the trades might look like when in a couple weeks when this when the NFL. Right, man, it's already time for the NFL draft. This is great. Yeah. I'm ready to go, man. Yeah. I'm ready to rebuild some rosters. Absolutely. It seems like I mean everybody's getting cut this week. Uh, yeah, no, there's yeah, there's definitely people getting people are trying. Well, they're trying to create, uh, not create, but uh, they're yeah, trying to create cap space. Yeah, you know, save some money, increase some space, and position themselves for. Um, I know Chicago is. They let um, Messi, uh, the linebacker. They got him ready to be cut. They have. Uh, they they've been making room. I'm I'm wondering what they're doing. Um, if they didn't get Carson Wentz, I mean, who are they really? There's no way Teddy Bridgewater is coming back to that division. Um, I Why know, not? Yeah. I don't. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I, couldn't Russell Wilson? That would be nuts. Be a bear. That would. He would. The first day he walks on the field, he's the best quarterback to ever put on a Bears uniform. Yeah. The minute he walks on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, it was just. Just or to make a go good get, decision for that position. Maybe for you once. go get David Carr. David Carr. Or Derek Carr. Derek, I, was, <laughs> I always do that. I was like, why are you trying, are you still, trying to hurt us again, bro? I still feel like I still feel like Russell Wilson's gonna be a Raider. You think so? Yeah, Sierra gets a residency at one of the casinos, you know, doing What is the connection? You, you keep saying Raiders. Like, does he is he in he Gruden? and Gruden? Like, Gruden always liked him. Yeah, they're familiar because they're in the division. But the big thing is Sierra gets the fucking the residency. He gets the theater, the Sierra Theater at MGM Grand. Yeah, you know, yeah. and she does you know four mm-hmm. nights a month or what? So you know, mm-hmm. eight nights a month. <laughs> I don't well, know. I don't know. I mean. <laughs> You know what I noticed this year more than any year is that there's a lot of buzz about nothing. Case in point, uh, Russell, uh, his his um, his contract is not up. Deshaun Watts, his none of those teams have Deshaun, to do anything. Deshaun Watson wasn't under contract for next year. They would have had to franchise him if they wanted to keep him, and he was franchised last year. So it would have been twenty percent more than the thirty they gave him last year, fully guaranteed. So they were already on the hook for what thirty six. They got a discount by going to the average of a thirty five a year. 
He wasn't under contract. He's not under contract. Well, he they they had the right to fr- to to they had the right to franchise him when his contract is up in two weeks. But he was mm. he was on a one year franchise deal. Wow, I didn't know that. That's why he had leverage. Russell okay. Wilson only has leverage because he's loud about it. Yeah, you know he's just asking for leverage. He's trying to you know, right. and he very well might get it. The point is this: if if you're Seattle, right? Let's say you and I are in the Seattle office. Okay, we're coming into work one morning. All of a sudden, news media is blowing up. Russell wants out of Seattle. Mm-hmm. We look at each other and we say, listen, in two years, his contract's up. If he's a free agent, we either have to pay him a shit ton for one year by franchising him, mm-hmm. or he walks and we get nothing for him. Mm-hmm. Well, Maybe we just trade him now like he's asking to be traded, get a haul of picks and maybe a player and rebuild you know, right now, you know what I mean, and and because we're not going to get these picks in two years, mm-hmm. you know. Further, if we can get three picks, let's say you get even if you get two first rounders and a second rounder, Russell Wilson was a third round pick five years ago. Yeah, you got great play on the for cheap for a couple years. You paid him once, like and years. you're and then you're turning a third a third round pick. Into three first rounders and a, or two first rounders in a second round. Like, go get your value right now while right. you can get it. Mm-hmm. Right? Go get your value right now. This is what I'm saying about the Nuggets. Trade Michael Porter Jr. right now, quick before he needs another back surgery. Yeah. You know, he was a 15 round pick. If you can get a sixth round, a sixth pick, I mean, a 15th pick in the yeah. draft in yeah. the first round, if you can go get a sixth pick in the draft or something, you've come up. Well, that's a scary. I know. That's true. But someone says, by hype, a sixth-round pick. Brady was the last pick in the in the in the draft. He wasn't Mister Irrelevant, but he was in the last round of the draft. Okay, so my point being is that all of that is academic until it's been proven, and Russell Wilson has been proven. And further, but sorry. Mm-hmm. The flip side is, when you talk about what's been proven, Seattle's proven that they're good at drafting good players. They have proven that they were able to see value in Russell Wilson in the third round. They have proven that they can effectively use their draft capital. Take advantage of your strength as an organization. Go get extra picks, early round picks. Revamp the team now while you can. You know, turning a a third round pick into two and two first and a second or something mm-hmm. is incredible, and you can then capitalize off those picks. Also, mm-hmm. you're I, setting up you're setting up no, your I, next run. You know what I mean? Your next yeah. little little you know nucleus. I agree. I just I just think that when you talk, I and mean, Russ, shit. Ru- Russell Wilson is not Russell Wilson isn't like the water boy. Okay, mm. Russell Wilson is the Seattle sure. Seahawks. Sure. So getting rid of him. Some, in, in that position, but if you don't want, if he doesn't want to be there, uh, yeah, I got gotcha. you. Know, yeah. If he doesn't want to be there, he doesn't want to have to run every time somebody says hike. <laughs> he doesn't want to take off running every time somebody says hike. Take that capital, take that draft capital, go get two running backs and another offensive lineman, and play the game you want to play. Who cares? Or go get a you know trade, turn around and trade those picks for yeah. a player. Yeah. Sign Jimmy Garoppolo. He's a free agent. Or he's available for maybe he's available for trade. Maybe he's not a free agent. Mm-hmm. 
Like, there's other options out there. True. I don't know. It seems like the right move for me. Well, I'm looking at the teams that are at the top, right? The Jets are number two. You know, forget the Jets, Jacksonville. Now, that's not the greatest thing to happen for Russell Westbrook to go to Jacksonville. But it's also Wilson. The, you do, I'm, you oh, do this for as long as I've known you. Oh, I, get I tried it. hard I not do, to hey, do that. I get Derek David Carr uh, fucked up every time, bro. Russell <laughs> Russell Wilson. There you go. Yeah, I, he's. I don't think he's going to be happy with that. But that's the same thing they were talking about with Deshaun Watts. They were like, "Hey, take huh? Deshaun Watson. Watson. Uh, yeah, 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 Watson. It's easy. Wilson and Watson. It's, okay. easy, it's easy to fuck up. That you know, hey. Give him Deshaun uh, Watson and take the first, which inevitably is um, it. Uh, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. I, not, do I think Russell Wilson is on that level? No, but Russell Wilson has won a championship and I mean a Super Bowl, and he's also he's been to two Super Bowls. So yes, I you know. What if you trade trade Russell Wilson, get a draft a pick haul, mm-hmm. and then literally just call Houston? Hey. Look at all these picks I got. Yeah. And get Deshaun Watson. Yeah, no, that's yeah. I I think it's gonna be something like that. And freaking Chicago is doing a dumpster sale. Um They're clearing really out money clearing. For and I'm thinking like, what are you clearing? Like what's what's out there that you're clearing? Right. You know? Um, and I can't think of too many people that uh could fill that fill that spot, but anyway. It, it would be it would be great. It would be great to see Russell there, I guess. And if he doesn't want to be there, he doesn't want to be there. Yeah. You know, that's really what it, you know, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. Well, one of our first episodes, we kind of talked about that. What did we talk about? It was the years players, ago, buddy. Yeah. We've been doing this a long time. Yeah, now. yeah. We <laughs> talked about players having the ability to choose what they want to do with their career. Yeah. And I said, I don't know about that because you can end up with everybody just, I mean, look what's happening in Brooklyn. I'm like, oh, my gosh. You know, they're, they're, they're forming their own Justice League over there. I mean, yeah, you know. but if it was 2014, that lineup would be bananas, yeah. right? But in 2021, you know, a lot of those guys are, are you know. They're not the same. Blake's, right. Blake's not, yeah. They're paying Blake $5 million. Yeah. They're not paying him twenty. Right there, uh-huh. if they add Andre Drummond, they're paying him pennies on the dollar. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, so the difference is when we. I think the conversation you're referencing is, I used to say, and I still believe, mm-hmm. wholeheartedly, that instead of the draft, every player should be a free agent when they're coming out of college, just like any other industry in the United States. No, it, nobody would go to the bad team, <laughs> except when all the good teams have already spent their draft capital. Right, spent their 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 money allotted to them based on their financial situation with the new, you know, with the yeah. salary cap. Yeah. There's going to be players that deserve X amount of money, and only certain teams are going to have that X, and they're going to get it. Like they're it 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 works out better than you think. I got you. I got. You. Um, but yeah, I mean it. it it's going to be interesting these next uh, couple of weeks or so to see what 
happens, but I think there's going to be some movement. I think yeah, there's going to be some I, movement of some quarterbacks. Some running back or two. The, mm-hmm. What's a uh, homie in uh, uh, New, uh, uh, Green Bay? Um, Aaron Rodgers? Um, no, the running back, Jones. Jones. Aaron Jones? Yeah. He's not going to be back. They, well, they didn't franchise him. Wow. So, you know, he might be joining somebody. You know, we're going to, I don't know, we're going to see another running back. It, speaking of Seattle, is uh, what's that dude? Chris Carson. He's kind of a bigger running back. You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. He didn't, you know, he's gone. Um, yeah. I don't know. There's there's going to be a lot of people, running backs and, and quarterbacks. I'm very happy the Bucks re signed uh, Levante David. So two year deal that was smart, mm-hmm. and then they put the franchise tag on Chris Go- uh, Godwin, so that that I know it's only one year, but he's getting caked out. You yeah. know that's yeah. a, that's a nice number, fully guaranteed for yeah. one year. So um, I don't know the next like week or two weeks, three weeks. It's going to be a lot of movement. Mm-hmm. A lot of movement. Well, they're going to go deep again um, if they can. They're going to lose somebody. Tampa Bay. They're going to lose some key. key. Gronk is. I don't think Gronk's coming back. Yeah. I think he might go to Miami or go somewhere else. See, I don't know. I don't know. I think Gronk, one hundred percent, will retool whatever he has because he pretty much is there. Because yeah, yeah Brady but he called him. He deserves a number. He deserves a number, and I don't know if there's. I don't think they have enough to go around for everybody. You know. I got gotcha. you. Um, well, maybe though. But we're talking. You know, Brady's type of guy says, "Hey, I'll peel off. I'll peel off two or three million. Make it happen." You know, they just reworked his deal. I don't think he's giving any money back like that. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I'm interested to see what happens. Um, what about this basketball stuff? Well, you brought up the Nets. Yeah, it's an interesting story. Especially if they get Andre Drummond, also. That's the East right there. Yeah. That makes it really hard for Giannis to do Giannis things right. because they're so long inside. And point. athletic. Uh, yeah, and athletic. You're right. Yeah. And then, you know, so if they can reduce Giannis to a three point shooter, mm-hmm. great. That's the goal. Absolutely. Right? And then yeah. you figure in the other potential matchups, you know, they play, you have that kind of length and you can shut down Embiid. You know, you can double-team Embiid the whole time, mm-hmm. you know, and so that's pretty serious. I mean, Miami, I don't know if they're on the level of the other – same, you know, Toronto right. slash Tampa. I don't know if those two teams are even really – Indiana, all three of those teams are really on the same tier as those. No, no. It's a three-headed monster in the East, I think. Right, it's Milwaukee, right. Philadelphia, and, and Brooklyn. Pretty much, pretty much. Um, even though the uh, Toronto just keeps – Creating a argument, you know. <laughs> yeah, if they could add somebody, like mm-hmm. if they could get Drummond, that'd be a different story. Mm-hmm. Like I still don't think the Nuggets are done. Not to switch right to the West or the yeah. home team in the Nuggets, but I don't think the, I don't think the Nuggets are the the roster we see today is going to be the roster in a month. I think Real. something's about to happen. Mm-hmm. Maybe Kyle Lowry. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe Bradley Beal. But I mean, we've been saying that for years. Mm-hmm. You know, uh-huh. um, I don't know who else. Maybe. Maybe something with New Orleans, maybe maybe Alonzo. Mm. Like Alonzo's short and shooting forty percent from three right now. When he doesn't have to be the focus because they because Ingram's kind of doing his thing and Zion's doing his thing. If we could have Zion or Murray in the as the front court, 
I mean, if we could have Zion and and and, and Jamal Murray as the guards, Zion. Sorry, I keep Lonzo. <laughs> Lonzo. Yeah, Lonzo. Yeah, I said yeah, it twice. Yeah, yeah, I said Lonzo. Zion. They, they're not getting. If rid we could of get Zion. Lonzo, Lonzo and Jamal Murray yeah. as the front court, like that could be something special. He seems like the kind of guy who would play well with Joker because they're both really good passers. Yeah, um, and they value they value ball um, rotation. Maybe you lose a little bit of scoring. I don't think you do at all. That's what I'm saying. Lonzo mm. will facilitate some other players, you know. And if you got to give up, if you got to give up a couple players and a pick or something, it mm-hmm. might be worth it. You know? Well, I think that's what they do. That's what they do with Lonzo Ball is they set off of them and contain, and you almost end up with a half player of defense on everyone else because they don't consider him as a threat. In other words, yeah, they stay home a lot. Still, man, he's draining these threes right now, man. I got you. I got I'm, you. I, I just think in the long, and that's where that's what they needed him to do. That's, that's I'll be honest. I'll, and I see something out of Lonzo I don't see out of every NBA player these days. He hustles on defense. Now he's mm-hmm. not. I'm not saying he's a great defensive player, but I like that he's out there like being scrappy defensive player, like trying. Right, right. You know, right. And we see a lot of people not doing that. Right exactly. Now. And so, exactly. I don't know. I wouldn't. Let's just say, I wouldn't hate seeing Lonzo Ball playing for the Nuggets. The weird thing would be that you would have a ball playing in Ball Arena because we've recently had the name change of the yeah. arena, right? So that'd be kind of weird, but I can get over that fast. Yeah, I think it could work. <laughs> I think it helps Jokic be the best Jokic he could be. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I, um, I don't know. I, I think that, I think that, uh, they do need to. They they ran the experiment. You've got scoring you coming out of your ears. You need help, and you need that player that can that whatever that player is has to not just be a key facilitator, but he has to be a congealer. He has to be something that really brings all those pieces together. Yeah, and I think they really wanted Murray to be that person that brought everything together. I think Murray is just a two. I mean, he's not a he's not a point guard, you know. Yeah, yeah. He, he's 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 a he's a two guard, you know. And it's hard to find a good veteran point guard right now. Exactly. Which is why you Alonzo's... might. You know, I have another name. Let me throw out another name mm-hmm. because in the West, Kings are kind of falling back. Right, they're right. at the point where they could. Get rid of some people, right? What if we added like a Buddy Heald? Hmm. Eh, he's kind of the same player as Jamal Murray. Yeah, kind of. Never mind. Yeah. I don't the think it's solved. I think the West, nobody wants to say this out loud, mm-hmm. but I think the Western Conference might be up for grabs because I'm not 100% sure that Anthony Davis is going to come back 100%. I, I, I kind of agree with you. When. KD came back from the quad, mm-hmm. popped his Achilles. When you start having quad and Achilles, a strained Achilles is not yeah. something you want to see yeah. on the on the report, on the injury report. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Um, I just don't have faith that he's gonna be hundred percent. And I don't have I don't have faith that he is gonna be around late in the playoffs. Right. Um this could be a 
a year where we make a big move, get you know, and like mm-hmm. kind of roll the dice. Mm-hmm. Well, they already made the Western Conference Finals. They already did that. Yeah, and that's that, a maybe. that's an unbelievable feat compared to the teams that they've had. They had Melo. They had Allen Iverson. They had Kenyon Martin. They had they had a heck of a team, and they went nowhere. But that's for the Nuggets. That's saying a lot that they got that deep, that far, that you know, that far into. But now, you gotta ride it. You gotta double down on it and make it work this year. And I don't know. They might have been a little gassed with L.A. They might have been a little bit more out talented uh, with. Uh, but they proved that they really didn't care if they were out talented. If they were out talented with um, the Lakers, they were definitely out talented with. Um, the Clippers. The Clippers. It's not that you got Anthony Davis and you got um, uh, LeBron James. It's that you have Paul George. You have uh, Kawhi Leonard. You have uh, 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 um, last year they had Lou Williams, Lou Williams. Montrez, Montrez yeah. Morrell. You you yeah. you've got multiple multiple people that at any but given time. But the Clippers. Time, I don't know if we beat the Clippers as much as the Clippers beat the Clippers. Fell, yeah. The Clippers. Seemed to be spiraling, or they didn't want to be there. They mm-hmm. weren't having fun in the bubble, Mm-mm. whereas other teams like the Lakers mm-hmm. and like the Nuggets mm-hmm. were seemed to be having fun in the bubble. The they Suns, treated it like basketball camp. The Jazz. They treated yeah. yeah. The Suns definitely yeah. yeah. They were treating it like basketball camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're it was like an AAU tournament. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where we'll sneak out, we'll sneak out the hotel room after coach goes to sleep, and we'll yeah. you know we'll we'll, mm-hmm. we'll 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 go down to the vending machines, you mm-hmm. know, or whatever. Like it's. It was, like, fun, and it didn't seem like it was fun for the Clippers. Right, right. So, you know, um, they obviously had some internal problems. Hopefully they took care of those problems. But, you know, this year, yeah, they're okay. You they know? seem to be in a good mood. Yeah. Paul uh, Paul George, playing better than he has been the last couple of years, and it might yeah. just be a health thing because he had had a couple injuries in a row. He Didn't he have lingering. a compound break? Oh, I mean, yeah, a couple years ago. Yeah. And then he had, like, a lingering shoulder issue last yeah. year. or two. Sorry, when he was in OKC two years ago. That mm-hmm. might not have been 100% last year, you know. Um, right. He just seems in a better mood. Maybe it's time around Lou. Maybe right. he's like, hey, let's have some fun. Roll right. the ball out. Let's go play. Right. So uh, You can't tell if Kawhi Leonard's ever having fun because he doesn't smile. It's <laughs> um... So Clay won't be back till next sometime year. next year. That's sad. And what what problem? What did he have? It was a leg, right? Yeah. But it was like the seems... other the other ACL. Remember, he blew out one knee. Mm-hmm. I think he blew out the other knee. Oh wow. Yeah. Um. They're not the Warriors. Aren't no going to do shit this year. They might make a couple trades. They got maybe some get good their number players. down. Maybe make get some draft picks. Mm-hmm. Maybe we could go. Maybe we could talk to them yeah. and get somebody off that roster. Hmm. Like Wiggins is playing a lot better now that he's not in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Maybe if he came over here, he could bring something with him. Yeah, but you know, really not, not that it ever would have happened. But you, that one player that you add to the roster, and you're like, we're winning the West, right? Yeah. And it's that, not Wiggins here, right? Right, right. And so that one player already came and left, and that was CP3. I truly believe that if he would have came over here, sure, 
traditional true, point guard, yes. Bundini Brown type mother character talking in everybody's ear. Look what he's doing with uh, yeah. DeAndre Ayton. Yeah. Like, like, and, and, and Booker, too, but yeah. DeAndre Ayton especially. Facilitating, bringing everybody's talent to the height because he's he's dishing it off when it needs to be, putting yeah. them in the right spot for them to score. Come on. I wouldn't have even minded like a veteran point guard like Rubio, even though he's lost a step. Mm-hmm. You know, from when he was younger, he's so smart. Yeah. So smart. And we already kind of have an international vibes in the team. Like, it wouldn't have been hard to involve him. Yeah. No, not at all. So it's a... So, you know, we're just coming out of the All-Star break. There's more basketball in front of us than behind us, right? Yep. Yep. But if you had to say right now, Mm -hmm. who's playing in the finals? Uh, Probably going to be... I'll do the hardest first. It probably still will be the Lakers. And it'll probably be the Nets. Yeah, it's a, it's such an easy it's the it's the easy safe selection, but it's mm-hmm. probably the correct selection. Yeah. I mean, there are a couple of things that could happen. A couple of scenarios: the Clippers can rewind and say, "Hey, we were supposed to be here last year, and we did not do handle business. Mm-hmm. We're going to come in with a mission." It's all about I don't know. It's all about how it's approached. Because there now are there some teams in the in the West that are capable of beating the Lakers? I think the Jazz are capable. I, I think wondered the, how long we were going to go into this conversation without talking about the Jazz. Bringing up the Utah Jazz. Yeah, I think the Jazz are are capable. They seem I, motivated. Oh yeah, I think the uh, I, I'll be honest with you. I think the Nuggets are capable. I just think that they they got past the Clippers, and I'm pretty sure Malone had a game plan for the Lakers. I'm not sure if they executed it to close, right. close perfect. Hard when those two guys are out there balling. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I think with the right, with the right last, you know, like late season move or or, or acquisition, mm-hmm. the Nuggets could make a run at it. Mm-hmm. Or same thing, same thing with the Mavericks. If the Mavericks made a a, a late a move right now, you know, it added something. Mm-hmm. They could make a run at it. But it's probably the Lakers to lose, and yeah, yeah you're probably right. It's the Lakers, baby Lakers, Lakers Philly would be interesting, you know. Yeah. But it's it's likely Lakers Nets right now. Presuming Kevin Durant comes back healthy. Yeah, I I, I look He's at played like twelve games. So when I see the, this is what I see. Mm-hmm. I see the second coming of the Houston Rockets. The Harden Rockets or like the Drexler? No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I, I'm talking about the Hard, the Harding Rockets. Gotcha. Harding. I think uh, Luca is a lot in his play, kind of like Harding. I think that Harding. Harden, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, Harden. I mean, I think that I don't know. It's kind of like you know. I look at the way they play and say, man, can they win? With the way that they're, I mean, Porzingis I, seems to be getting better every game. Yeah, he just came back from injury. Yeah, it's just like you gotta. I think you gotta go a little deeper with putting people around Luca. I mean, clearly they shouldn't have traded Seth Curry. Correct. That that is, was foolish. That's one of the. Those are one of those things. They need a yeah. shooter. Yeah. If yeah. New Orleans buys out JJ Redick, huh? that's a great place for him. Yeah. Yeah. We look good in the Nuggets, too. We look good mm-hmm. in the Nuggets jersey. Yeah, 
I mean, I, I think he'll probably go. This shit, he'll probably it, go join the Lakers. It's kind of like uh, <laughs> it's kind of like when Grant left, right? It's like eh, that wasn't the best thing to do. He didn't want to be here. He I wanted mean, to be the a central focus of the offense, and, and he wasn't going to get those touches that he's getting in Detroit. And here. I'm telling you that that's hereditary. That is his. Yeah, his his his, his dad un- or his uncle. Uncle, his uncle. Uh, I think. Ooh, they're twins. I can't. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know who his dad Grant, is and who his uncle is. I mean, Harvey and Horace. I I can't remember which one, but um, Horace. That was his thing. You know, he didn't feel like he was being appreciated up under you know the Bulls. He so wasn't. He, <laughs> you know, and when all of that came out, they thought it was him that leaked it. You know, and he says he didn't leak it. But it was him. Um, if you got somebody like that in your uh uh basketball uh family tree yeah family tree they're gonna sit down and say hey nephew hey son let me tell you a little something about the nba you need to go where you can and if you don't think that that conversation was had come on that conversation was had yeah it's the nature versus nurture conversation right yeah yeah the nature gave him the height and mm-hmm. the nurture gave him, you know, the attitude, right? The, yeah, exactly. the, the approach, the exactly. view. Exactly. You know? So you're right. He he probably wouldn't have stayed there, but he well, definitely he wasn't going to. He, the, yeah. I don't think he was. He was even considering staying. Yeah. So he he showed his ability, and he took it somewhere else. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They drafted him. No, he was on Oklahoma City. Oh, okay. They got him the year. They traded for him. Mm-hmm. I forget who they sent over to Oklahoma City. You would recognize the name if I said it. I just, I, off the top of my head, I don't have it. Not Moutier. What was his name? No, Moutier went to New York. Uh, but, I yeah, I, I remember what happened, yeah. yeah. Um, and, yeah, on the East Coast, yeah, the Nets. It's just it's yeah. so good. That, that I mean, whew. Yeah. I love it. I'm happy to see them. Uh, you know, I want to see Kevin Durant lead a team, lead a team of his own. Yeah. Right? And, and I'm not talking about, you know, all-star selection. I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, like I, I want him want him healthy and, and out there mm-hmm. leading those guys. If you can keep Kyrie engaged mm-hmm. and and Harden thinking team first, there's no and, and you add some some long arms, you know, to get all the rebounds since Drumming Kevin Durant Blake. doesn't like to bang around on the inside. Yep, yep, yep. There's no reason that you can't can't win can't win the whole thing. Now, Brooklyn well, Nets NBA champions? What? I I believe I tweeted it, so I have receipts. I did yeah. I did say something about a Nets Nuggets uh, championship. And you know, Finals. if I'm a New York Knicks fan at that point, I don't know. They're doing way better than expected. Yeah, they're doing. Julius better, Randall's looking good, man. Yeah, and they he's got- young. He's only like 24, 25. So like, there's a there is something to. Like figuring your game out, you know, there mm-hmm. is something to like pl- playing yourself into being a professional, and and not everybody's ready to go day one, you know. So maybe maybe the Knicks are. They still have R.J. Barrett over there, some younger right. players and whatnot, you know. So, so yeah, um, you, you know, and then hey, another team that we haven't talked about in the in the uh, East. The Celtics. Isn't that weird? Yeah. They were so, they had like the nasty roster, making all the right decisions, and then 
He's had a bad first half. Now they did kind of get it together the last few weeks, right before all. They bust game. over five hundred, and yeah. um, they're probably going to be in the mix, depending on um, uh, Kemba Walker's health. You right. know, with his knee, right? As it strengthens further and further into the season, like they're probably going to be in the mix in the playoffs. Yeah, but I don't know. If, I don't think I don't see him coming out the East. Yeah, deep into the second round, who knows? They might even get to the um... yeah, knock somebody off, but. Yeah. Lose in the Eastern Five Conference Finals. Could be. They didn't. Uh, they underachieved a little bit last year. Didn't get. Didn't get too far. So there's that. There mm. is that. So, and then you got the playing game. So you know, I mean, there might be. I'm excited. I like. I liked it last year. There might be a team that you know. You always say a team that just don't know any better gets hot. That never happens in the NBA. The, the Phoenix, uh, the Phoenix Suns, they almost, they almost did it. And, and let me tell you, they would have been he double hockey sticks to deal with Maybe. if they got in. Maybe, but like the the fact that it's a seven game series every round means there's very few upsets. Yeah, you can catch somebody in a best of three, even a best of five. You say very few upset. Yeah, like you can catch you can catch the better team in a best of three series uh-huh. or a best of five series. The underdog might steal it. You know, steal the first game, you know, scrap it out, get another one in overtime, and the mm-hmm. next thing you know, you're winning the series. But in a seven-game series, the better team usually, well, usually wins out. Far be it for me to bring this up. Even though there were some off-the-court issues, the Clippers were definitely the better team mm. playing the Nuggets. I think they were a little closer than you than you want to give them credit for. Really? We were the third seed. No, I'm just. Uh, I'm just saying, like we were. Okay. It's not like I'm just. What I'm talking about is you don't see like an, a first round of the NBA playoffs. You're never going to see an eight knock out a one. You're never going to see. You're probably seven knocking out a two is rare. It's happened once, I think, or right, twice. Right, you know, right. it's, that's true. It's just when you have a seven game series, it gives Sooner the best players the the. You know, eventually they win their four games. That's true. Yeah, it's too bad. That's the, that's why the NCAA tournament's so great. Is that mm-hmm. one one game win out? You know what I mean? It's great. And Florida State's about to win it this year, baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we will see. I imagine. I don't want to step on their toes. I imagine Timmy Nebraska is going to be doing a whole lot of college basketball. Yeah. Talk. So, if anybody wants, oh, we were, what'd you have for lunch today? Today, hey, I should have took a picture. Today. I weathered the storm. I drove by and I looked over my left shoulder and I almost had an accident. I said, whoa, today is the day. In and out. Daniel Berger. <laughs> I ask because your lunch pick is always the move for, for golf. I made Wait. it I made it into In and Out Burger because I, I don't know if you've seen the lines. I it, heard about it. I mean, so I tried it. Okay. It's good. Fine. But I would not. I mean, they they literally have, you know, the turnstiles when you're at the big time amusement park and you think that you're ready to go right up to where the uh, roller coaster is. And you're like, no, you have this whole other acre of turnstiles to go through. That's how In-N-Out Burger, when it opened here in Colorado, has been going through. I drive by, I see 150, 200 cars. And I'm like, they're out of their mind. I was like, just wait a little while. And, and that's what happened today. There were none of the turnstile. They literally have turnstile for cars, where a set of 10 cars 
move up to another turnstile of 10 cars, and then finally they move into the drive-through. That's that's really the way it was going. So today I drove by and I'm like, hey, it's empty. There's nobody in those turnstiles. And the cars are right up by the ordering. I, I mean, I turned around real quick, got back in there, pulled up, and I, I probably wasn't even hungry for a hamburger today, but I was like, today I will be eating in and out Burger. Well, make sure you pick Daniel Burger for uh, okay. for fantasy golf this week. Daniel Burger. The, the the Bushwood podcast is up there. We we uh, we previewed the TPC Sawgrass, which is this weekend uh, outside of Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. It's like Swampland. Pretty cool course. Difficult. Real oh, difficult. Wow. Last couple holes, uh-huh. uh, like 16, 17, 18, brutal. Wow. It makes for a really exciting tournament every year. Um, and then, like I said, uh, the Nebraska hour, they'll be talking about college basketball, I'm sure. And it's just that time of year. We're kind of humming along, man. Mm-hmm. Kind of humming along. We got to get, got to get, got to do some behind the scenes things, some organizational stuff. We got to get it done. And, uh, things are happening around here. Absolutely. Um, what do you think about the, uh, the My Father version of the Fonseca? Definitely medium profile. It is smooth. I mean, I'm not getting any harsh clashes or whatnot. I am understanding the toasty gingerbread, getting a little bit of that. It's Christmas latte. Yeah. I, yeah. It, it's, it's perfect for, you know, a, a warm evening, you know, by the fireplace type. Exactly. And for Santa. Yeah, it's not. It is not bad. It is uh, actually very it's it's a doable cigar it's price right and um it's a good it's a good smoke about what does this charge or cost uh it's between eight and eleven dollars oh that's not bad at all yeah it's a good smoke it's a good this is a good deal it's a great tasting cigar for that price point it is um so the old fonseca was definitely i would i i would say more geared towards the full body it was dark in appearance and everything. Um, I'm not sure what happened back in 1892, but I would think that the my father approach to the brand when they uh, purchased it is a lot closer to what was intended um, back in the 1892 flavor profile. So a good cigar. Uh, it's got that uh, – we, we talk about this sometimes. It's got that – that 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 perfect brown burn to it. It's the it's the way you would expect a cigar to look. You know, um, not overly dark. Uh, yeah, if you like a light uh, Connecticut, nothing wrong with that. But this just seems to be the quintessential look of a half or partly burned cigar. You know, yeah. uh, it's burning really well. The ash holds very very well. Um, I've ashed a little early a couple of times, but. Every time I did, it was a very stiff ash. When yeah. I, when I uh, that denseness is 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 just yes. unignorable. Yeah. You know, I mean, you were you were right spot on with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it uh, definitely can taste that little sweetness to the gingerbread, slight spiciness on the back back end, um, but a great a great cigar. It'll definitely be in my smoking repertoire as I move forward. Me too. Um, all right. Well, if you'd like to stay in touch, 
at BetYourAshPod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And we'll be back next week with another fun episode. And uh, thank you very much. We should get some guests in here. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, we'll start next week seeing if we can get some... Uh, yeah, let's get some people to Interesting come people. Uh, Not yeah. that we're interesting, but yeah, yeah. get some interesting... Uh, change your voice every once in a while, it don't hurt. Absolutely. And um, on that note, hasta luego. That was another episode of Bet Your Ash. We record the podcast on the studio level of Capital Cigars, 919 East Colfax Ave, Denver, Colorado. The finest cigar lounge ever, ever open. Simply, simply the finest. <laughs> We'd like to use this opportunity to say thank you to some people. So, to the fam, to the crew, to the click, Tyler, Pinsky. Timmy Nebraska, Connor, Corey Collins, K-Zero Flynn. Appreciate you guys. Cornelius and I couldn't and probably wouldn't be doing this without all of you. And, of course, thank you, the listener, for uh, bringing your ears to the, to the table. You know? um, cool. We'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you so much.